This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from BWE League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Today on Hustle and Pro, we're talking soccer. We are sitting down with Hannah Mandel. Hannah is the midfielder for Wakeland High School's soccer team. She just won the Davey O'Brien Award. So we're going to talk a little bit today about her success so far through her senior year in high school and what her future holds. I think Hannah is the epitome of who you want representing your school and your sport and your city for that matter. First, we will kick it off with some quick hits to get to know Hannah a little better. And then we will jump into Hannah's story. Who's your all-time favorite athlete? My all-time favorite athlete would have to be Carly Lloyd. And it's kind of cliche, but I read her biography, autobiography about her sports career, and it was insanely interesting of how much failure she has had to go through. Like, obviously she made the national team, but the coach didn't like her. She wasn't played. She wasn't given the respect she deserved. So she grinded every day. She had her workouts listed. They were grueling. And I just have so much respect for where she is now versus where, like, the opportunity she was given and how she was perceived. I love her, too. What about um, all-time favorite team? I don't really follow too many, like, national sports, but um, I might get some hate for this, but I love the Patriots just because it's a family lineage thing. That's okay. You're allowed to love the Patriots (laughs) even here in the Dallas area. What is your favorite sport to watch? Favorite sport to watch would have to be basketball, just because it's so fast-paced. Um, even like in contrast to soccer, which is, can not be as fast-paced. Um, yeah, basketball is great, and always the arenas are really fun to be in. And what's your favorite sport to play? Favorite sport to play has to be soccer, because the team aspect is just unbeatable. What is the farthest distance that you've traveled to either play a sport or watch p- sports? I actually traveled to Israel in the summer of 20... 20- 17, I believe, before my sophomore year, um, for the USA Maccabi national team. I tried out in New Jersey in January, and then the games were over the summer. And that was the most amazing experience of my life. It was me and these other, like, 20 girls that had tried out from all across the country. And now they're all fabulous people. They're going to, like, Duke, Stanford, Carnegie Mellon, some for sports, some for not. And we played against other Jewish teams, which was really fun because I was like, okay, we played against like Mexico, Canada, Sweden, um, and Israel's national team, and in the end we ended up winning gold in this Israeli stadium. It was the most amazing experience. Your resume is very impressive. Most recently you won the Davy O'Brien Award and you play three sports for your school, right? Mm-hmm. You rank in the top ten academically and you volunteer in the community. Can you pinpoint one thing um, that you're most proud of so far? Um, I think what I'm most proud of so far, especially at campus, is founding the Wakeland Environmental Conservation Organization. I had this little dream sophomore year. I've always had a little passion for the environment because I recognize that I want my children and my neighbor's grandchildren to have a life that I can experience. And so putting that together, finding a sponsor, um, we even got the adopt a street from the Frisco uh, Environmental Services. So we do that once a month. We clean the campus. We also set up a school garden and we donated, or we got the herbs and handed them out to teachers at the end of the year last year. It's been a really cool process, and we've found a lot of people that care about something that they might not have cared about before. What about pinpointing the toughest thing that was that it was to achieve? To the eco club? No, just overall, and everything you've done in the last several years. What has been, either sports-wise or academically or, or anything else, what's been the toughest? I'd say that 
moving here from Virginia. I was about at the end of seventh grade, and in Virginia, I was soccer rock star. Like, I, knew, I thought I was the best player in the world, that it was my passion, my life. I was going to pursue it to the end. And then I had to kind of pick up and move here and realize that, hey, I'm kind of like a medium big pit fish in this huge pond of talented players. I came from being a star to being on this team full of stars and like six national team players and the coach high expectations practice every day. And for a, like a 13-year-old, it was a little difficult. I kind of stepped back and went into the shell of I'm not good enough. And it, it was really hard. Before practices, I wouldn't want to go out for fear of failure. And I'd like, Dad, I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, there's no way I'm going to make it with all these girls that are so good and I never knew about before. I'm so behind. And one day, it literally took me. I was literally in my closet about to have a panic attack. I was so afraid, just afraid to do soccer, to go into practice, not even a game. And I like. I looked at myself and said, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is your love. You love this game. It's done so much for you. And I kind of shuffled around, and I found this piece of paper and like a loose crayon. And I thought back to on my dad's mirror. He has these affirmations about like success and what he wants to do. And I said, this is so stupid. But I started writing down. I wrote, I'm a champion. I'm a rock star. I score goals, and I succeed. And I started writing down these affirmations, and then I posted on my mirror. You know, I stretched my shirt, wiped my eyes, and I was like, here's a start. And the first practice felt a little better because I kept saying that mantra over in my head and over my head. And after a while, I started saying in the mirror and before morning, after school, and it became kind of in my brain say, hey, I'm, I'm enough and what I'm doing is what I am. And looking back with like a state, uh, international, and national championship, it's like, I couldn't imagine quitting, but I know that there's always a way to find your goals. Tell me about you as a little kid. How old were you when you started playing different sports, and which, what all sports did you play? Well, my grandmother likes to tell the story that my first steps were a run, and not a walk. Um, I've always been sort of active, but I kind of just followed my brother in whatever sport he did. So we did little rec soccer starting at like three years old just to get the, the kinks out with the energy. And <laughs> one of my best games ever was probably when I was about four years old. I scored 35 goals on those little pop-ups, 35-0. <laughs> but yeah, sports have always been a pretty good part. I did rec basketball and I did track in middle school. And yeah, so basically I've done a lot of sports, but I think it's the accumulation of all the different ones that have helped me succeed in soccer. So the most recent sports you're playing, um, you're a midfielder, for, a soccer midfielder, and you run cross country and track. So I'm assuming you love to run. I think I have a complicated relationship with running, but I appreciate all that it does and what it teaches me. Do you think they complement each other well to help you get to a higher level? Absolutely. Like I notice if I don't run for a while, it gets a little bit harder in that 60th minute of the game. What does a week in your life look like, even with the academic hours you put in, studying, and sports hours? So, just starting off with academics, I don't have that much time after school, so I really try to focus on paying attention in class, which can be difficult, but I feel like that's the best path to take. Um, so let's say Sunday, I go and tutor someone, and I also do my own homework. Monday, wake up, go to soccer practice, uh, classes, and then I tutor someone after school every other week. And then that's my main homework day. So they, whatever I didn't do over the weekend. Tuesday is high school game day. 
So maybe we'll have a practice in the morning um, and then school. And then we have to be back here at 5 or 4, depending on the day. And we all jam out in the hallways for however long we want. And then we have game day, which is awesome. Got the dub. And there's not too much time to do homework after that because it, we get home at like 9.45. And since I have to wake up early again the next morning, it happens. Um, Wednesdays, I go to, and Wednesday mornings, I go to Carroll Elementary for this mentor program where I kind of go to this fifth grade class and just hang out with them and help them with their homework. Do that at like 7.30 to 8.15, and that is the most wholesome part of the week. And come back to school, probably go to tutorials to ask a math teacher problem on this calculus problem. Go to school, and then I tutor some other girl after school. And sometimes I'll have club practice on Wednesday, and then I'll probably get some homework done too. Maybe I'll go out with friends for a coffee. And then Thursday, Thursday my soccer practice in the morning, and I will, I tutor, I give this little kid soccer lessons after school on Thursdays, it's the cutest thing ever. And then Thursdays when I have my eco club meetings every other month. So we'll go out after school from 4.15 to like 6.30 and just pick up litter, which there is way too much of, but at least it gives some kids some service hours. And homework time. Fridays is also game day and everyone's really hyped because Fridays are really fun. So I'll probably wake up, I'll grab coffee in my econ class. <laughs> and yeah, then I'll go home. And sometimes the soccer girls hang out. We go to like Whataburger together after the game. You get a lot in. You get a yeah. lot. You get a lot in. That's not even just for you. I love that you're tutoring others and helping younger kids and mentoring. That's fantastic. Thanks. So congratulations on the scholarship you recently won and your commitment to play soccer in um, in California. At what point did you and your parents realize that playing sports in college was in your future? It's sort of always been in what I perceived to be my future, but I never knew what path to take. For example, I always thought I was going to go Division One, and just because I was like, I defined myself as a student athlete, and I thought that was the epitome. And then as I kind of looked into it and talked to more of the coaches, um, I realized that I really didn't like how much of an athlete athlete you were. You, you devoted your athletic life to the school, and you were on that money, like, and you didn't get much study abroad. It was hard to get hours. You're on the bus constantly. So then I was like, maybe I could go more a D3 route and get a better balance of what I perceive to be the college experience. So went from that, I was talking like Washington University in St. Louis and then Pomona and I obviously just like the California weather ultimately in the end. Um, but yeah, my parents, my dad was kind of taken aback when I said I wanted to go D3. He's like, okay. <laughs> just because I guess that fatherly pride of having the name brand, which I think myself I've gotten over too. But um, yeah, they've been extremely supportive and they're really happy for me. Are there any special coaches who gave you just the right nudges along the way that, that you will remember as you move on to college? Yeah, I was thinking about all the coaches and they're the ones that have helped me through thick and thin and they're the ones that kind of made me figure it out on my own. And each of them has uh, contributed to my success. But especially here at Wakeland, the coaching staff is unbelievable. For cross country and track, we have Coach Enright and Coach Tidwell, who are literally the most dedicated people I could meet. Like Coach Enright woke up once at 4 a.m. and he didn't have a car, so he biked to campus because I had a flight at 7 a.m. But I still wanted to get in the workout. I literally biked 20 miles to campus, ran the 400 meter workout with me. Um, just selfless guy, and he has four kids at home and a puppy and a wife, wow. and he just dedicates his life and 
to the kids at the school. And then Coach Sidwell, of course, plans everything down to the minute. He lets us know the plans, expectations, motivation, creates the cutest little t-shirts for all the meets. Um, but they're the greatest team, and they've... Tidwell was even my geography teacher, and just the way that they treat others and have devoted their life to service for the school is unbelievable. And then in soccer, we have Coach Corey, who last year retired, and we won state for him, which was an unbelievable story on its own. Um, but he showed me kind of the rags to riches kind of story. He was an immigrant, and he came here, made his like name, went to the NFL for a little bit. Um, and he always greeted us with a smile, which I think he showed me kind of the love part of soccer. And now we have Coach Langford and Coach Medlin that are just solid coaching staff. Like, keep us accountable, let us know our jobs, um, keep us motivated and want to play for each other, and it's beautiful. Um, yeah, and then my club coaches as well, that obviously it's their job, but they show us that we are humans and they strive for our success in college and they keep in touch with us. I think it's different though the club coaches versus teachers you have here on campus that you're around every day and mm -hmm. you see more into their just their daily life and like you said you see the sacrifices that they make for you and it makes an impact on you. Absolutely I mean they are probably my biggest role models just because uh, how much I see them mm -hmm. but also just this continuous selfless acts for others. As you wrap up your high school in the next couple of months and head off to college, what are your plans and goals that you have for yourself in college and beyond that? I have a little list of goals I would like to achieve. First off, I would like to learn a musical instrument, which I'm excited about because I think like sports, music is kind of a way for humans to come together and transcend race, socioeconomic status, um, background. It's just kind of a way to connect as a human. And additionally, I want to learn Spanish again. I have learned up to like level three, but haven't learned it past two years because when I want to pursue kind of maybe an environmental policy path, there's a lot that goes into obviously with South America and the Amazon and kind of working between countries there. Finally, lofty goal, but when I was talking to Washington University, St. Louis, they had a girl that had won this last year. And I was like, okay, didn't know that was a thing, but that sounds cool. The NCAA Woman of the Year, or I don't think she was woman, she was Person of the Year. Oh. Uh, it was with sports and academics and extracurriculars, um, just kind of like an accumulation, say, hey, this person is an awesome person. And I think that's a cool, cool thing to strive for because yeah. obviously I don't like look for the, the titles. Like with Davey O'Brien, it's one of the first times I've been kind of recognized with a title, but I think it's also a nice way to say a little pat on the back sometimes yeah, for a absolutely. lot of work being done. All the balance that you have between volunteering and school and sports. Do you think that having that many different things to focus on has actually made you a better student athlete? And my, the reason I ask that is, do you see kids around you that focus solely on one sport so intensely that they may see burnout or it's just all that they're you know, grasping to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was definitely about to say like, with, with the soccer and with the cross country, I've even had moments of like self-doubt and failure. And it kind of makes me take a step back and say, well, look at all these other things I can do for myself and for the community that give me worth. Like if I mess up a path, I can feel terrible about it. But I can also say, I help make that person's life better today. So it does give me a full circle perspective on sports and its role in my life and how I can use it to like contribute to others. Because as an athlete, Sometimes, especially in Texas, you're kind of given this role, say, hey, they do this too. Um, and people look at you, they have a, a 
opportunity to look at you as someone because you're in the spotlight a little bit more. So I kind of use the sports as the way to transfer the things that I do into people's viewpoint, if that makes sense. So yeah, definitely helps me without burning out. And that's what the D1 thing too. I was like, I don't want to just focus on that. Give me a little wholesome round experience. That's very wise for you to see that um, as young as you are. Well, you're fantastic. You're amazing. And I'm um, proud of you. And I can't wait to see what you do in these next several years. Good luck at school and with soccer and all the things you're going to go on and do.